Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Feels good. I mean, we, like I said, we had to fight for 58, eight minutes to try to get it done. And, um, one of those games where it goes down the, down the stretch. You just want to make winning plays and figure out how to get it done. So um, that's what we came on this road trip to do is try to go 7-0 and and keep our streak intact. We're one game away from accomplishing that goal. And for us, these are like many checkpoints and many um, – many goals to focus on as you go through the season and not to get overburdened with this the, the streak. We're not really thinking about it out there. Just, just trying to get another one. I cannot believe that just happened. That was absolutely crazy. The Celtics fall to the Warriors 124 to 119 and the streak continues. We're going to break this game down, talk about Dre and Steph, talk about that man bun on the Garden Report powered by Grandstand on CLNS Radio and Celtics Blog. Yes, I'm the boss. I'm Jared Weiss. I am here with Kevin O'Connor after one of the greatest regular regular season games we have seen in the Garden in a couple of years now. Warriors come to town with that win streak still going, and they leave town with that win streak still intact. And it didn't. It looked like the Celtics were going to pull it out a few times here, but Steph Curry had that pot. He was cooking, and holy crap, that was incredible. Yeah, Stephen Curry, he had his worst efficiency uh, game of the year this year. 44.4 effective field goal percentage, but it's still an incredible performance. I mean, if that's poor efficiency, I think I'll take it. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, that says a lot about Curry that that's his worst of the season. And he is still dominant. Still really got where he wanted. They did force him into misses, especially when Bradley was on him. I thought Bradley did a good job. Uh, what really comes to mind is that play... Uh, when they ran elevator doors for Curry, got him free from Bradley. I think that was shortly before Bradley fouled out, which was kind of a turning point because Curry really got more more efficient shots against Turner. Turner did a good job. There's no Solid, question yeah. about that. Yep. But the difference between Turner exactly. being able to stay in his like kind of like in his like shoulder zone, exactly. basically, yeah. Turner can't really do it the way that Bradley can do it. And you would see that while Turner could kind of generally handle Curry coming at him, Curry could kind of double cross him up to the point that he could just get around Turner's hips and then blow by him. Exactly. And then help him come in, and that's when Green gets the ball or uh, Livingston gets the ball. And that was, you know, I think. I don't think they would have won the game just because Bradley was still out there, but it was clear that Golden State just had a little bit, just kind of got that edge once Bradley fouled out. Yeah, of course. I mean, I think you make a good point about Turner. He, he, he's having a terrific year defensively, definitely the best year of his career on that end of the floor, but he's built to defend 
larger guys. He's six foot seven. He's not built to defend a guy like Curry, and that's where Bradley was really good tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturno was a little bit mismatched against Curry, even though he did a solid job, the best he could do considering the circumstances. The thing is, they still stopped Curry a few times even after Bradley came out, but Draymond Green was just incredible. Unbelievable. The, the guy is making a case for first-team All-NBA at this mm-hmm. point. He had a 5x5 five five tonight, points, steals, okay, but points, rebounds, assists, steals, and blocks, at least five of them. First player to do that since Nicholas Batum on December 16th in 2012. It's been Whoa. three years almost to the day since that happened, and going even deeper into the numbers, it's a pretty rare feat. In NBA, in the, at least in the last in the last 30 years, that Basketball Reference has stats for looking at guys that did what Green did tonight, getting 20 and 10 in the five by five. Akeem Olajuwon did it five times. Derek Coleman did it once. No one else has done it in the last 30 years. Uh, Draymond Green, especially when Amir Johnson, Johnson was in the game, I thought he really picked oh, them apart. God. He scored 12 points in 19 minutes when Johnson was on the floor, and that doesn't necessarily mean Johnson was on him the entire time. But the other 12 of Draymond's points came in the remaining 31 minutes. So if you extrapolate that out to about per 36 minutes, Green was scoring more consistently when Johnson was on the floor than he was when he was defended by Crowder or somebody else in the Celtics. And I think that's really because he used his foot speed to his advantage. The Celtics were playing with two bigs, whereas Green, he's... I mean, like Brad said before the game, he can play every position. So when you put him at the four, he's got that speed advantage. When he's defended against smaller players, he's got the size advantage. Really special player, and we saw a special performance tonight by him. And I think it might have been Nate Duncan that uh, coined this term, but the lineup of death. Mm, when you have, Cur- when you have uh, not Curry, Green at the five. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Green's about 6'6". Six, six. Yep. I think if he really works on his yeah. posture there. Yeah. <laughs> but he is one of the best centers in the NBA. Yeah. And you saw tonight, he was rejecting everyone coming at the rim. Powered away big men. I mean, he did a good job on Solinger. Solinger had a rough game, offensively at mm-hmm. least. Amir Johnson just got thrown, tossed around by him. Especially when Amir tried to defend him one-on-one in on one the mm-hmm. post. I mean, Green would just dig his shoulder into him, turn around him, and we'd just get right by him so easily. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was incredible the power that Green plays with. And then, of course, he can hit the three, but he's been kind of struggling lately. But he can play from pretty much anywhere on the court. And to have a five doing that with all the guys they have around him. And tonight, they didn't even have Harrison Barnes and Clay Thompson yeah. out there. And, you know, the Celtics play great. It's not like the Celtics played good going against a team that was struggling. I mean, the Celtics played a great game, but in, of course their shots weren't. You know, they only hit 41% of their shots, so it wasn't like mm-hmm. it was a perfect yeah. division tonight. But Green's impact is everywhere. And in overtime, he made every type of play you could imagine, and that's where the 5x5 five mm-hmm. five really came in. That's for sure. He's one of the few guys in the league who can protect the rim. Mm. We saw that tonight from him. He's one of the few guys that can switch and defend smaller players. We saw that with the five steals. Especially on Jay Crowder yeah, at Jay that Crowder. shot that went exactly. over the backboard at the end of the game. One of the few guys that can also shoot threes. One of the few guys that can also create off the dribble. One of the guys who can go coast to coast and do all of those things. And we saw all of that on display, especially in the overtime tonight. Special performance by Draymond Green. It's pretty clear that Green, who basically got the max this offseason, clearly did not get paid enough. That guy's, hey, hey. The guy's worth $25 million <laughs> so he's playing right player. now. All right, we're going to come back for part two. We're going to talk about the man, Monkelly Olenek. We'll do our grand sample of the game, which has to do with the man bun. And we'll talk about more stuff here on the Garden Report, powered by Grandstand on CLNS Radio and Celtics Blog. They were amazing. Um, and we knew that they would come in here and play this way. You know, this is a club who won at OKC. They won at some tough places, you know, and they're a good team, a good ball club. And they're going to continue to get better. So, you know, we knew how that would turn out. And 
it happened exactly how we thought it would. Oh uh, yeah, I'm comfortable and I just know how to not be as aggressive and be, you know, smart. So you know, Luke always tell me, hey, you got three, you got four. And I'm like, all right, Luke, I got you. I'll be okay. Um, you know, just got to use my head a little more and know that I got to be on the floor so you can't get a silly foul. If you get a foul where it's nothing you can do about it, hey, but just try to stay out of harm's way. Like I said, they're a good team. Um, you know, they're good on both ends of the floor. You know, they got guys who can really shoot the ball, and they're missing a couple guys. So I mean, imagine, you know, their capabilities when they're full strength. Um, but you know, you know, they have weaknesses. You, if they're going to switch stuff, you got to, you know, go out to switches and that kind of stuff. Uh, make shots, and you know, as long as you keep them out of transition and make them play half court and slow it down, that you know, they're a little easier to handle. Not, not easy to handle, but you know, makes it easier on your defense. All right, we're back for part two. This is the Kelly Olenek part of the show here. Let's first go to our grandstand play of the game. Grandstand for fans in the stands. Whether you're actually at the game filming these plays and putting them on grandstand, or you're at home and you want to see the fans' viewpoint, you got to go to the Grandstand app. You can download it in the App Store or go to grandstand.me. Let's take a look at this play here. It is a dagger from Kelly Olenek in 240 frames per second, nice and slow. I just love using these iPhone slow-mo uh, videos. They're so much fun to use for the play of the game. Olenek <laughs> was huge in this game, and he was kind of the one really shining mark on the Celtics box score tonight. He had 28 points. I mean, what did you see out of Kelly? Yeah, he was fantastic, I thought. When he came in in the middle of the third quarter, he basically immediately got going. He scored 22 of his 28 points in the final stretch of the game. So from the middle of the third quarter until the end of overtime, he played 20, about 27 of the remaining 28 minutes. And really throughout that, I thought the Celtics did a really good job of engaging him. They empowered him. They fed him the ball. And I think that's really the key to get Olenek going because, you know, a lot of people complain about the pump fakes, and that's a sign of him being a passive player. So I think you need to force him to be a, a threat. You need to force him to score. And when you do that, you reap the benefits like they did tonight. And, like, for one, the pump fake is useful. It's mm -hmm. just that usually yeah. uh, it used to be that he always pump fake because he was nervous. Now, mm -hmm. usually when he pump fakes, he's trying to drive out of it mm -hmm. and do a kick or whatever he wants to do. Tonight we saw a few of those kind of hesitation pumps, probably because he had Draymond Green coming at him, yeah. who he knows if he tries to drive on Draymond Green, he's going to bounce right off of him. <laughs> and we actually saw a play where he was under the hoop, and I think it was Green, like, grabbed a rebound over his back. And it wasn't like it was an over-the-back over foul. It was just, like, Green's power in the air was so much that Kelly just, like, kind of, like, crumpled next to him. Olenek's toughness is going to have to improve, but he's become a smarter and more aggressive player, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little bit unfair to expect to a player who's maybe a finesse player to become yeah. a tough player. I mean, obviously you want Olenek to make tough plays. You want him to grab that rebound over, over Draymond Green. However, what makes Kelly a potentially good, maybe great player, if all things work out the way they maybe. can, maybe. maybe. I mean, there's always a chance. Uh, and if he's not a great player here, maybe he will be somewhere That's else. But you know, what makes him so good is the fact that he can pump fake, he can drive, he's a seven-footer, he can run off screens. So those are finesse things that you see from a guard. So I think it's about making those attributes as good as they can be. 
even though it would be nice if he was a little bit tougher. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the thing is, tonight he moved off the ball well. He mm -hmm. had that crucial, like, reverse layup on kind of like a curl from mm -hmm. the other yeah, block. Beautiful play. Uh, what was that, the second overtime, I think it was like? Uh, or is it the first overtime? They all yeah. get mixed up. Kind of, it's kind of hard to team. keep track right now at <laughs> one in the morning. But he is making off-ball plays in, in bigger games, and that's good to see because they can't they can't just be – he's not a throw-it-to-him to kind of guy. For sure. He's a guy that you swing it to or he's making a run off the ball. Mm -hmm. And tonight was just one of those nights where he kind of was able to get in that kind of rhythm. And a lot of it was because they did a pretty good job on the dominant ball handlers for the Celtics, whether it was Isaiah Thomas, who had six turnovers tonight, and he had 18 points in 46 minutes. Evan Turner had 13 points. He had three turnovers tonight. Although I should credit Thomas at 10 assists and Turner at six assists. So those were two guys that I think their off-the-dribble game was really difficult for them tonight. But they, yep. they were able to contribute. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, people will, will point to the plays at the end of the of regulation and overtime where Sean Livingston blocked Thomas on the first attempt by him. And then the second time, Thomas did get a solid opportunity. But he was still heavily contested by yep. both Livingston and Andrew Bogut. Yeah, and we've seen before length, like Livingston, can give Thomas problems. But I th overall, he still had a pretty solid game. I think it, it wasn't his best performance of the season, obviously, but he did what he can, considering the fact that he had some tough defensive matchups. And Turner, I thought he made some really nice plays down the stretch, especially the first half when he was paired with David Lee, and then the second half when he was on the floor with Olenek. I thought he created for his teammates, and he made some nice plays himself. It was, it was a pretty good game. Yeah, was, how did this rank, you'd say, on regular season games you've been to? It was, it was pretty much at the pretty top. Pretty much near right, the top. Right near there. Uh, it's hard to think of another game that was this good considering the opponent, considering how well the Celtics played, considering the circumstances. It was really an outstanding game to be at. Uh, just really quickly, Amir Johnson. I mean, that was a rough night for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, rough night. I, 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 one of those nights where you wonder – how, how can his ankles hold up for the duration of the season? Because he, he's had some games this year where he bounces around and looks like the vintage Amir Johnson that was really a leader on the Toronto Raptors. Not a vocal leader, but someone who set the tone. Someone who really invigorated his teammates and made them follow him. They followed his lead. But tonight really wasn't one of those nights, and they really could have needed it from him tonight. All right, well, that's going to do it for us here. We will see you again next week. For now, you've got plenty of locker room videos to watch, so stick with this playlist here and watch the videos. You can find Kevin on Celtics Blog. You can find me on CLNS Radio and Celtics Blog, and I also host a WEI podcast powered by CLNS Radio as, as well. Uh, download the Grandstand app. Keep If you're at the Celtics games, film more videos at the games. We can have more plays to show you. So that's going to do it for us tonight. For Kyle behind the camera and for Kevin next to me, I'm Jared. This has been the Garden Report, Undefeated Warriors edition yep. on CLNS Radio and Celtics Blog. We appreciate it because we know that this hasn't been done in history before. So every game we win from here on out is, is adding to that record. Um, obviously, there's still a couple win streaks out there that we haven't got to yet that hopefully we do. But we appreciate it along the way. But I think the beauty of our team is when we, out, when we get out there, nobody's thinking about if we lose, the streak's over. Or, you know, we got to go out here and throw a huge home run, you know, play out in the first quarter to win the game you know, or what have you to to keep the streak going. It's not that's not on our mind. Um, and I think that's that's why we, we are where we are. Um, not getting ahead of ourselves, staying in the moment, knowing that we're learning lessons along the way that'll make us a better team when it matters in, in June. And 
Um, you know, we're playing our style of basketball, which we're going to need, and uh, it, it's fun. It brings us together, it brings us closer, and uh, you know, we're, having, we're having a blast, you know, chasing history. Jared Weissman here with Kevin O'Connor. Kevin, Kelly Olynyk had one of the best games of his career tonight. He had 28 points on 11 for 21 shooting, 3 for 6 from downtown. He was amazing overall, but what did you think of his second half performance? I thought it was arguably Olynyk's best performance of his entire career. Considering the magnitude of the game, the Celtics were down early in the fourth quarter, and that's really where Olynyk started to heat up. He scored 22 points in, the final 20, in his final 27 minutes in the game. And the interesting thing is the Celtics brought him in with six minutes to go in the third quarter, and he played all but one minute in the remainder of the game. It was an overall heroic performance by him. He scored inside. He was four of six near the, near the rim, and he was three of five shooting from beyond the arc. And defensively, his, his verticality game has really improved. We saw him go for it a few times tonight. He's still having trouble getting – he was getting called for blocking fouls, shooting fouls, stuff like that down low. But tonight, how did you think he did defensively? Absolutely. Olenek, I mean, he's really making strides on the defensive end each year of his career. And tonight, he didn't always get the calls, like you said. But even despite playing 27 of 28 minutes to finish the game, he didn't really look exhausted at any point, and I think that's the type of thing you needed from him in a game like this with a slim margin for error. All right, well, if you want more on this topic, read below, and if you want more on the entire game, Kevin and I will be doing the Garmin Report, so stay on this YouTube playlist. It's coming right up for you. Kelly, you really came alive there in the fourth quarter, really started feeding you the ball. What happened to you in the quarter? I just got put in some good positions, good matchups, and made some shots. What was ultimately the difference in the game? I mean, they scored five more points than us. Kelly, how much does this one hurt? You know, it's tough. I mean, we were there the whole time. We had you know, shots at the end of almost every, every, whatever overtime or regulation you want to call it. So you know, it's tough. You know, it's really tough, but. Well, they're a good team, so you can't hang your head too much. And you got to move on. Next. We got, got one tomorrow night. What can you take from a game like this to know that you guys were so close? You were able to hang in there. I mean, we played with them right to the right to the end, obviously. But um, you know, we just got some stuff we got to shore up. Um, no, really, we had our opportunities. We just, you know, didn't finish. Did this feel like more than one of eighty-two? Just the atmosphere, the excitement. Yeah, I mean, the the garden was rocking. It was unbelievable. Um, you know, the fans are great. Um, everything was, you know, going going great, <laughs> and uh, we have this slip at the end. But um, you no, know, we played all right on both ends. But you know, we have some. We can get better. What were the keys for you to pick on the switches in the post? You know, we just you know if they're going to switch, we have to exploit it some way. You know, in the first half, Evan did a great job of you know taking bigs off the dribble, and you know, in the second half. The, you know, if they're going to switch, throw it inside, they're going to have to come double and you're going to get open shots or you're going to be able to get a good move to the basket. You held them under 40%. What do you think you did so well defensively to affect this team? No, I'm not sure. Um, you know, we just tried to play our defense. Our defense has been pretty solid this year. Um, no, we didn't really change it up. It wasn't any rocket science. We just you know, try to stay as solid as you can because you know, if you start jumping around and switching and doing some crazy stuff, that's when you know, they're going to get slipped in the basket and, you know, bogey to, you know, get alley-oops, stuff like that. Um, but you really got to stay disciplined because, you know, they, they can take it to teams really quickly. Did you guys feel like Steph was getting frustrated? 
I don't know. I mean, we still had probably 40 or something. 38. <laughs> 38, there you go. Um, I, I really don't know. <laughs> we just tried to make it as tough as we could on the looks you got at the end, um, both you and Evan, uh, just go through those. Do you think you had had good shots? Uh? Yeah, I had one at the end of the regulation. That was a good shot. I had to get off quick, obviously, with six or whatever on the clock. Um, you know, obviously missed it. I thought Isaiah got a great floater at the end of one of them. Um, you know, Evan got a great look. Um, you know, that corner three by Jay. Um, you know, it's a makeable shot. Um, Yes, they're all great looks. I mean, just kind of knock them down. Nobody's played the Warriors tighter than you guys have. When you were out there with them, what do you think? What do you see? In terms of what? <laughs> just the way they're able to battle back, the way you guys were able to hang in. The ebb and the flow. Um, you know, like I said, they're a good team. Um, you know, they're good on both ends of the floor. You know, they got guys who can really shoot the ball, and they were missing a couple guys. So you can imagine, you know, their capabilities when they're full strength. Um, but you know, you know, they have weaknesses. You, if they're going to switch stuff, you got to. You know, go out to switches and that kind of stuff. Uh, make shots, and you know, as long as you keep them out of transition and make them play half court and slow it down, that you know they're a little easier to handle. Not, not easy to handle, but you know, makes it easier under defense. What's a game like this for you uh, offensively to have as many points as you did against that team? What's it do for your own uh, confidence going forward? It's good. Um, you know, it's good for for our team to you know play them tight. Unfortunately, we didn't get a win, but you know, we got to come back and bounce back tomorrow. the toughest loss we had this season. You know, we fought hard. We executed okay. Uh, sometimes in the stretch, uh, we just got to capitalize on you're going to shot every possession and all the time. That's what it's all about. And we didn't do that in the cost this game. I think it came down to just little things like loose balls, free throws, things that are... The free throws hurt us. Loose balls hurt us. But I think the turnovers down the stretch, not getting a shot. You, know, you got to get a shot up every possession in overtime. And, you know, we fail to do that sometimes. Defensively, do you feel like you can play <coughs> as much as you want to do? I mean, we felt like we was a couple of times away from winning the game. I mean, we put ourselves in position to win the game defensively, but still, we still need a, probably one or two more to win the game, and we didn't do it. Jay, is it more kind of encouraging that you were right there, or is it frustrating that you came up this short? Frustrating. We knew we was going to be there. You, probably, you guys probably didn't know we was going to be there, but we knew we were going to make the game. We knew it was going to be a good one. And, um, Frustrating for us because we felt like we were going to win. We had uh, all the chances to win the game, and we felt like uh, we had a good game plan going into it. A big part of their success, obviously, has been the players that hurt. Let's talk about the job you guys collectively did defensively on him. He's a great player, you know. We just try to make it difficult for him, throw yeah. different bodies at him. Evan did a great job. Avery obviously did a great job on him. Um, and guys were aware. Um, he got to lose a few times, he made us pay, but that's what great players do. So, um, I feel like we did a good job on him, though, and uh, we, had, we gave ourselves a chance to win again. How tough a loss? Uh, it's definitely tough. You know, it took uh, two overtimes, you know, to try to get, get the win, and uh, it's tough. Um, you know, we battled so hard. We put ourselves in situations to win, and, uh, you know, coming up short is always rough. Could you guys do about what you can do in yeah, absolutely. I think we made it tough on him. Uh, he didn't control, you know, the fouls or whatever. But I think we made it definitely made it tough on him. He missed a couple of open ones, but I, I think they came from uh, pressure on him the whole game. 
Can you just speak on your individual performance tonight? Uh, it, it, it was cool. You know, I was trying to make plays that I need to do. I think I let the ball slip once or twice uh, in some crucial times. Uh, I thought I guarded pretty well. You know, I tried hard to rebound and just play a four game. Then how do you guys kind of, I guess, you know, turn this into positive but also be able to recover so quickly after, you know, double overtime game and the emotions of it all and then playing again tomorrow so fast? I mean, it's going to be a repro, so, you know, Regardless of which, if we won or not tonight, we still have a game tomorrow, and we have to, you know, be ready for that and prepare for it. It's definitely a tough game, and you know, once again, we will have more opportunities and we'll have a chance to play them on their court. But tomorrow, it's all about uh, it's all about the uh, Hornets. What ultimately do you think made the difference? But in our loss, yeah. foul calls and stretch, and uh, the lack thereof on the other side. You want to expand on that? You got eyes, right? <laughs> and uh, obviously my man Iguodala played a hell of a game. Uh, Sean Livingston had a great tip in. They, they, they made some big plays, and, 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 and once again, they, they uh, stopped Isaiah on a tough shot and stuff like that. And they, they had a chance to do what they're supposed to do. Are you guys still learning how to win games like this? Uh, we, uh, I think everything's a learning experience. I think we possibly could have... Uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously not fouling certain situations a bonus, and uh, that's it. You know, I think we did what we could. We controlled what we could have controlled, you understand? And uh, other stuff we can't really control. You know? What do you say about uh, Kelly's performance inside and outside, scoring, uh, did a little bit of everything for you tonight? Yeah, he played great. Um, hit some shots. You know, Kelly's really talented, really skilled. And uh, once he gets going, he's hard to stop. And um, he was great for us, and he made some big plays and big shots, and he, he played tough. And uh, you know, he's been playing great the past month, and it's great for his, you know, his career to keep getting you know, rhythm. And it's even better for us to have a seven-footer wandering around doing what he can do. Are you guys, you guys happy with the way you defended Curry tonight? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we thought we did pretty good. Um, you know, I think one thing was, you know, we had to step up and defend everybody else, obviously. Uh, once again, Iguodala made some plays. Uh, Sean Livingston did great. Draymond Green had a hell of a game. Festus Zaley played great. And, uh, you know, once again, you know, with, with you know, Curry, you know, he still made it, you know, work, you know? And what did you think? Every foul out, you got the assignment on, on Steph for most of the rest of the game. Is that something you're excited about, that challenge? Yeah, I mean, I was excited to get back in the game. You know what I'm saying? So that was the biggest thing. I was really excited to get back into the game and uh, try to help the team out. What'd you think of the atmosphere tonight? Did that kind of help you guys stay in the game down the stretch? Yeah, it's always great. You know, not, not when uh, only the Warriors are in town. You know, we had Sixers in town. It was just as crazy. You know what I'm saying? That, uh, the fans are always great. And, uh, you know, we, we depend on them. Um, exhausting, but it was fun. I mean, we, obviously it's nice to get the win, but we had to uh, claw, claw our way to it. Um, everybody had a huge impact. We had to dig deep and, and uh, you know made the plays when we needed to. You know, it was, it's a fun game, obviously. That's the kind of atmosphere that you like. You, you hope you don't have to play an extra ten minutes to get it done, but we, we found a way. So, I mean, he's been tough here the last three years we played against him. And you know he loves the challenge, and, and I do too. Um, 
I know he doesn't like it, but I was happy he got that sixth throw. <laughs> as well as the Celtics guarded you, and yet you still wind up with comments like you did. I mean, how do you overcome defense? What you do every time you I mean, I just try to stay relentless in my attack, and whether I have a couple turnovers, whether I miss a couple shots, there's always the next play, and that's my mentality. So um, I feel like I have a, a pretty large gas tank to to run through through those games and I'm gonna keep running around the court, keep running off screens, keep uh, keep attacking, keep looking for the shots, keep looking for ways to, to play make for my teammates and um, you know, hopefully it, it shows up with the results at the end of the game. Does that feel like a playoff game on Saturday For sure. Um, it's been that way every, pretty much every road game we've been to. Um, the atmosphere is, is, is at a high. And, we get the team's best shot, so it's making us better and it's teaching us a lot of lessons along the way in the street. Steph, when you were talking to international media two weeks ago, Argentinian reporter told you you look like Messi. Mm -hmm. And uh, for me, you look like Mohamed Ali. Who's your favorite athlete besides basketball? My favorite athlete besides basketball? Messi's up there. Right now, it's Cam Newton. <laughs> He's my guy. How does it feel to leave here tonight still undefeated? Feels good. I mean, we, like I said, we had to fight for 58 eight minutes to try to get it done. And um, one of those games where it goes down the, down the stretch, you just want to make winning plays and figure out how to get it done. So um, that's what we came on this road trip to do is try to go seven and zero and keep our streak intact. We're one game away from accomplishing that goal. And for us, these are like many checkpoints and many um, many goals to focus on as you go through the season and not to get overburdened with this the, the streak. We're not really thinking about it out there. It's, it's trying to get another win. Do you think tonight's win made you guys a better team? Well, for sure. It's, I think it instilled a lot of confidence in you know, the entire roster with, with Clay and HB out and LB coming off of sickness. Um, we still found a way, so you know, we don't believe it. But you hear a lot of talk going into the game of this is the game where the streak will end because of such and such and such. It doesn't bother us. We try to. I mean, obviously, even if we were lost, we, we left it all out there. But thankfully, we got the win. What do you think of the Celtics as a team, They're they're tough, man. They, uh, I mean, they're. The record is still above 500, obviously, but they played you know, better than the record, I think. Um, they got some big wins on the road against some tough teams, OKC, Atlanta, I think. Um, and yeah, they, they, when they win, they win big, and they, they really show out. So you know they have that punch, and they have that firepower. They provide a couple of um, matchup problems with some of the bigs that can step out and shoot threes and space the floor. Um, so you don't really know where it's coming from on a nightly basis, which, which is tough. How is it playing against David Lee? Weird. <laughs> um, me and him had a nice chemistry for five years. Um, we had a lot of pick and rolls together. And to see him in a different uniform is just, it's just kind of kind of odd. and. He obviously impacted the game in that second half and brought him, brought him back. And that was the D-lead that we, we know and love.
so it was nice to see. Obviously, we hated, you know, the points weren't going up for us, but uh, I'm just happy that he's out there, healthy, playing well, you know, giving them what he has, and, and uh, look forward to him getting his moment in, uh, in Oakland in April uh, to get his ring and, and that really, you know, sink in that he's a champion and he gets that, that moment in front of our fans at home. Stephen, last one. Stephen, I know you guys are going game to game. Do you ever stop and kind of appreciate what's going on with the streak and the attention you guys are getting and kind of the nationwide admiration you're getting? We appreciate it because we know that this hasn't been done in history before, so every game we win from here on out is, is adding to that record. Um, Obviously, there's still a couple win streaks out there that we haven't got to yet that hopefully we do, but we appreciate it along the way, but I think the beauty of our team is when we out, when we get out there, nobody's thinking about if we lose, the streak's over, or you know, we got to go out here and throw a huge home run, you know, play out in the first quarter to win the game, you know, or what have you, to, to keep the streak going. It's not, that's not on our mind. Um, and I think that's that's why we, we are where we are. Um, not getting ahead of ourselves, staying in the moment, knowing that we're learning lessons along the way that'll make us a better team when it matters in, in June. And, um, you know, we're playing our style of basketball, which we're gonna need, and uh, it, it's fun. It brings us together, it brings us closer, and uh, you know, we're, having, we're having a blast you know, chasing history. Great, thank you. what it is to have the heart of a champion and what these guys are doing to keep this thing going. Absolutely. Um, you know, our guys just compete. Uh, night where we miss some shots, I feel like we know they would make. You know, we're short-handed. Uh, they just find a way to win. And, you know, I think we can do a better job. I felt like we were relying too heavily on trying to get Steph involved. Uh, you know, we got we got a lot of talented people on this team, even when we have injuries. We gotta just we gotta trust the offense and keep the ball moving. And uh, you know, he'll he'll end up with the ball a lot and he'll get his shots, but uh, there's a lot of work on his part just running around trying to get open. Uh, so you know we, we can learn from that and get better from that. So the fact these guys found a way to win that game in double overtime sure is just uh, it's a good job or something. They're, they're good. Uh, we knew that coming in. This, this the team is coached very well. They get after it on defense. They're versatile players that can switch. Uh, they run a lot of good sets. And, uh, really good at uh, So we knew all of that coming into this game. But they just showed what you know, they just kind of complained. As well as Boston Garden step, um, he still winds up with a stat line like that. I mean, does that just speak to the mental of the player he is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's, in my opinion, he's the best player that, that this game has right now. He can score in so many different ways. And, uh, they, they did a phenomenal job when I mean, he scored 38. You know, that's, but that's, that's how superstars are in this season. I played with Kobe. I know what that's like. I've seen teams do a great job and look down and see him at 44 points. So LeBron's the same way. We did a great job with LeBron in the lineups. Every game, we felt like we did a good job. He finished with 40 points, 15 rebounds, and 10 assists. That's, 
the players that are, that are true superstars in this league, uh, all you can try to do is make it tough. They're going to get their, their numbers no matter what happens. And just try to make it tough. And Boston made it tough. It seemed like. Avery and Turner, they they both they they were as good as we've seen. You know, as far as just talking and all those good coins. Uh, and they, uh, they they never gave in. They, they they fought through fatigue and they Steph didn't give them any easy open looks. It seemed like uh, Draymond had a different approach and he was driving more with Clay out. Is there something to that at all? Uh, that's, Draymond has the freedom to make that read. He hit a couple threes early, which was nice. Um, and he does a great job of, of, uh, of mixing it up to keep the defense off, uh, honest. You, know, you don't want to give them a steady diet of one thing so that they can start and you know, they know what's coming. You know, he wants to drive sometimes and finish, drive and pass, and then sometimes pop and shoot. We kind of give him that freedom about there. Our guys believe in that. They believe in each other. Um, you know, it, it, it's what it is. It's next man up. It's, that's how professional sports work. And obviously, we, uh, we can't wait to get some of our guys back from injury. But uh, until that happens, it's, it's next man up. And our guys like that challenge, and they like the opportunity to be out on the court. And get some play. Barbosa played some key minutes for you. How was it feeling? He was struggling, but you know. He, uh, the first time I took him out, I only let him go like three or four minutes and he was upset about it. Uh, so, you know, today I kind of judged that I could give him a little more leeway with the minutes. And, uh, he, the great thing about LB is he's a, he's a competitor. He fights. Uh, he did a great job on the course. I did a getting out on the break a couple times. Uh, but, you know, for not playing or doing anything really for the last three days to play and Tense game like that, and really uh, give it all he has. It's, uh, it's impressive. Yeah, we, we, Andre, uh, whether Andre shoots the ball well or not, he, he does so many things that help us win. Uh, he, for most of his year, he's been shooting the ball forever. He's been the top of the NBA for a while. So, uh, and we always, we always encourage him to be aggressive on the offensive end. He, he loves getting the offenses in the right system and making the extra passes and making sure we're running our sets. Uh, so he, uh, he, was, he was great. What's your assessment of Draymond's performance overall in this offense and defense? was huge. I think he had five steals, blocks. I mean, he does everything for us in the court. He had a huge block on, on what should have been a layup towards the end of one of the overtime and regulation. Did it all with five guys. He just—he's a very intelligent, uh, competitive player. And, uh, obviously, we're not close to being 25. Away. I think you guys had three turnovers at halftime, and then quite a few in this after that. It, was that largely fatigue? No, I don't know if it's fatigue. Our guys—we uh, just—we get like that sometimes. It's one of our—it's one of our problems that we try to uh, we try to talk about a bunch uh, in front of the team. 
and Boston's they force a lot of turnovers. We are great. That's why, in my opinion, we had the lead in the first half because Boston was shooting a better percentage. Uh, we weren't shooting straight from three, but we only had turned it over three or four times. I think that's why we had the lead, and then we got a little sloppy with our passes. And Boston jumped all over it, took advantage of it, and it, it made it difficult to, to still win. But our guys got it. All right, guys, thank you, Walker. Everything we already know, you know, this is a group who's going to continue to fight no matter what. Um, we never get rattled, you know, down five with, what, minute 40 or something like that, and we continue to fight. You know, we believe in ourselves, we believe in each other, we trust each other. So, nothing new, you know, the same old, same old, which has made us who we are. You seem pretty comfortable playing with five fouls, which you did for a long time. Oh uh, yeah, I'm comfortable. I just know how to not be as aggressive and be, you know, smart. So, you know, Luke always tell me, "Hey, you got three, you got four. And I'm like, "All right, Luke, I got you. I'll be okay." Um, you know, just gotta use my head a little more and know that I gotta be on the floor, so I can't get a silly foul. If you get a foul where it's nothing you can do about it, hey, but just try to stay out of harm's way. What do you think of the job the Celtics did against you guys today? They were amazing. Um, and, we knew that they would come in here and play this way. You know, this is a club who won at OKC. They won at some tough places, you know, and they're a good team, a good ball club, and they're going to continue to get better. So, you know, we knew how that would turn out, and it happened exactly how we thought it would. With teammates hurt and ailing, did you have a feeling like you'd have to step it up in, in certain phases? Uh, I knew I would have to step it up and be more aggressive on the offensive end. You know, with Clay out, and we still put a lot of pressure on Steph. You know, um, he had to work hard tonight. But I knew I wanted to be more aggressive on the offensive end and try to, you know, cover a little bit of that slack. You know, with Clay out, but other guys stepped up huge. You know, Ian was huge. Um, Brandon Rush was huge. And all the stuff won't show up on the stat sheet. Leandro wasn't supposed to play today. He found out Clay wasn't playing. He said, hey, "I'll give you all what I can." That's a championship team. That's a championship mentality. And, those things are the reason why we're able to come out with a win like that. Draymond, how's the body and mind after playing 50 minutes? I'm good. I'm 25 years old. Uh, I'll be just fine. Um, ice now, recover a little bit, I'll, and continue to battle. Um, you know, that's what it took to win this game. I'm all for it. Is the mindset whether you're down or you're going to overtime, that you guys always feel confident that you can pull it out? Yeah, uh, we're we never feel like we're going to lose a game. You know, I think it was 99-94. And Steph looked at everybody like, yo, relax. We okay. <laughs> and, you know, a couple times I told Steph, slow down. We all right. You know, that's that's how we are. You know, we trust in each other. And, you know, sometimes we may inch away from that a little bit. But we always get back to it. And that's why we win. We always trust in each other. Can you talk about the defense you guys played against Isaiah Thomas at the end of regulation and the end of the overtime? Um, I mean, it was Sean. I mean, IT is tough, but, you know, Sean is 6'7". <laughs> it's going to be hard sometimes for uh, IT to get a shot off over Dot. But, you know, that was amazing defense on a great player. And I think one of those times he got in the paint and had a good look and just missed it. But, you know, he can get that shot nine more times and make seven of them. Just how it happens sometimes. This wasn't one of those nights where it looks like it's just coming easy for Steph. Did this game show 
he's a competitor as much as he is just a natural talent? Definitely a competitor. Um, and I think that's what kind of flies under the radar all the time. You know, everybody just look at him and look at the dipsy do and the shot. And that man is one of the biggest competitors I've ever been around. And that's what makes him special, along with the stuff that everybody loves. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A good win with um, a lot of guys, Ellie. Um, so we got another one tomorrow. We're going to look for it tomorrow. And you know, we got a tough young team who um, showed signs of playing on a high level. So we got to be ready for it. Do you expect a challenge like this tonight? For sure. You know, we expect a challenge every night. And, um, you know, we're going to get teams best. Like they saw some things they were trying to exploit. You know, they made it turn us over late in the game. Early, we took care of ball in the first half, but late in the game, they kind of got some high hands. So, um, when you get scared like that, you kind of step back and you assess how can you improve even winning the win. So, um, I think that'll be good for us coming into the next few games and how we take care of ball. Andre, there's games when you guys just dazzle people and run some teams off the court. Is a game like this, in a way, just as gratifying or more gratifying to you? Uh, it's really hard to win in this league, and the, the way we're winning kind of takes it takes that statement kind of out of people's minds. Like they don't understand how hard it is to win one game. You know, you see, Philly, you know, they may not be as talented, but it's hard to win a game in this league because they have so much talent. Um, so we're taking every win, you know, preciously. Like, man, we got another win. You know, how special is that? Now let's move forward. How can we improve? And who's our next opponent? And uh, what do we need to do to beat them? There were a couple of times there where they, it really looked like they almost had it. You know? But we, we, we've been through that situation many times. Uh, we've been down big, five, six minutes to go, find a way to get back. Last year, here, we were down 20, I believe. We found a way to get back in the game and win. So. Um, two minutes in, in regulation, and we're looking like a little doubtful, like, you know, 
what's going to happen. We got a big stop, and uh, before that stop, we time out. We drew up a nice play, elevator and step. It's a huge three. We go up one. So um, with our units and firepower we have, uh, even with guys out, we were able to make some things happen late. Is this the one that sticks out the most? Out of, out of the 24 and like the 28 straight, you guys that one? Um, I don't know. Like I said, they all like every game. You know, it's, it feels really good to win. You know, none more than any other. Because like I said, every win is tough to get. So. Um, Season's still young. You know, still got a lot of work to do. We can't just be satisfied with the start. We got to continue to keep uh, trying to keep it open. Uh, the good thing, being where we are, is that we're getting teams best. So we're probably playing the best competition um, that any team will see night in night out. So uh, it's prepared as for year and uh, we're, we're going to be used to the best somebody can play. Yeah. Is staying calm a big part of how you, when you're down like that with over two minutes, manage to get back and keep doing that? Yeah, I feel like we got a little hectic once the second unit did. And um, I even fall into it because you know, you're trying to be effective. You're trying to get a shot to go in and get out of the character a little bit. But that lasted probably a minute, a minute or two maybe. And uh, compose ourselves. Uh, realized, you know, maybe we were up eight, or maybe lost a lead. We're still down two, which isn't, which isn't anything to us. So, um, got a good unit out there and uh, fighting, falling, and scratching to reach overtime and uh, get a win. What do you think the future holds for the team across the hall? Um, you, you see that they're young. They have some really good pieces. Um, they play really well together. They mesh really well. You know, everyone complements each other, which is uh, tough to find the right type of guys uh, in this league. But they complement each other really well. Uh, the key in this league is can you sustain um, a high level play night in, night out, ready for games? And like I said, we're getting teams best. But you know, can they keep that same intensity and level play 82 times? And then that's where it gets tough. You know, maybe you can play at a really high level and execute, and you're locked in um, against you know two or three elite teams. But uh, the elite teams separate themselves because they play at a high level um, night in night out. What are those huddles like in times when Last one. the game is hanging in the balance? So is there calmness there? Yeah, it's a calmness. Um, if anything, we're mad because we're not up by 15, so uh, that probably might not be a good thing, you know. But I think somebody will say something like, listen, guys, we're, we're up, we're up on the road. We're up by five, like, we're fine. And we're like, no, this is, this is not acceptable. Uh, so that's just our hunger and our drive. And uh, we're always calm and collective timeouts. Thanks, Thank you.